0: It is time for our community stories, and this morning I've got someone who is on the board. I think he's on the board of the Carnegie Art Center, and he's also talking about what's going on there. We have with us this morning Craig Gro. Good morning, Craig. Good
1: morning, Karen.
0: Now, you've been on the board for a while? Uh,
1: well, three months. Oh, so I, it's well, really new. <laughs> I, since Since April, I think, is when we reformed it.
0: That's right, because you reopened the Carnegie Art Center. It sort of closed during the pandemic and everything, and it was, I guess, in kind of a reboot, sort yeah, of? Yeah,
1: I'm kind of seeing it as, or I mean, you know, with the new board and stuff, it's kind of like a new Carnegie, I guess. Okay. Um, you know, it's a lot the same, but... New people running it.
0: How long has the Carnegie been there? I know it's one of the. Uh, I, I remember taking, since
1: nineteen oh one.
0: Okay, because <laughs> my son was doing a fair, a project for the the fair about um, Casoda stone, and so we wa- walked uh, and drove around town, finding all the buildings made of Casota stone, and that was one of them. The Carnegie mm-hmm. Ar- Gar- Carnegie Art Center is a beautiful Casoda stone building and i mean i think it's one of the well i know there's older ones but it's one of the original ones i would guess well
1: andrew carnegie the uh steel billionaire i suppose a millionaire back then but
0: uh probably in in today's terms it probably was billions. Oh yeah, yeah
1: absolutely he was one of the richest people in the world but he built carnegie art centers all over the u.s
0: oh he did oh yeah
1: um they're i all thought
0: we were place. unique here that we had our you know own special man no. why in mankato then
1: um, well, I think that you had to apply. Oh, okay. And um, if you had a, um inkling that you needed a library, because you're talking about the Old West almost, you know, um, when it started. I mean, 1901, yeah, it wasn't, you know, it was post-Civil War, but, you know, at the same time it was kind of like libraries were not a real common thing in towns, you know, um, it, I suppose the number of people that actually read books were probably not... As high as it, well, actually, it's probably higher than it is now. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> reads books anymore. Oh, my
0: kids do. That's all <laughs> they do, yeah. But, no, so so it was a library originally. And then when did it change into the Arts Center?
1: Uh, in the early 80s. Okay, so about About 81, 82, right around there. Um, I remember when it changed. And I had my actual first art show there, and I think it was 1985. Really? So I've been around that place for a long time. And I have my studio there. Um, we have studios down in the base.
0: Whose idea was it to do the change? Was it the county? Did they sell it, or what really? How did Um, it transpire? Well, they
1: sold the building for a dollar to the Mankato Area Arts Council. And I remember I went in there very well. I actually worked with a a theater company called Cherry Creek Theater, and uh, they were around way back then. And uh, um, that was about the time that Cherry Creek was sharing the space with Mankato Area Arts Council, okay. and some of the people that were involved with that were uh, people like Don Matting, I think, and Hope Cook. And Hope Cook kind of took the place over, um, you know, through a, a few changes, and for, I don't know, maybe the 90s and the early, you know, 2000s, to, well, right up until post-COVID, um, so she kind of ran the place for thirty years, right, and uh you know they had boards and things like that, but it was kind of hope was really the guiding vision of the whole, of the place
0: but she passed away correct
1: uh yes, in January, okay. and that was the impetus to get us to form a new board i mean we had to form yeah. a board, and we wanted that to continue as an art center, so that's what we did, and we uh, took some applications and things like that, and I was already there because I have my studio there. How so, long have you, you know,
0: been in a studio uh, down there?
1: Uh, since uh, 2005.
0: Okay, so, so have other artists been there longer, or are you one of those? Uh, there
1: are a couple that have been there a little bit longer than me.
0: How many studios are in there? How many artists can... Eleven,
1: I believe. Okay,
0: and do you pay like a rent, or how does yeah, that... Yeah,
1: you pay rent. Um, it's really, it's very inexpensive, and what we're trying to do is we're trying to keep prices down for other for artists and um and we've also eliminated the gallery fee you used to have to pay to show there oh, really? it's like um you know so we're making those changes to bring people in and uh you know and we're inviting people and we're kind of trying to cast a little bit wider net with um you know possibly artists and Minneapolis, or, you know, anywhere, really. I mean, international, if we can get them at some point.
0: So what kind of shows, then? Is it mainly local people, or you mentioned your cast it's you're casting your net wider? You wanting to get more outside, or what are you hoping for?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, we want to keep it local, mm-hmm. because, I mean, that's where the opportunity is. And we've got a gift shop that also uh, people's sell their stuff on commission and in there and that's really popular um it's i'm surprised at how many people we do get in there to just come to the gift shop and shop for gifts especially around christmas time
0: so when are the hours so for example you know people maybe don't have it on their radar but now that the holiday season's coming up it's a good bug to plant in their Mm -hmm. ear so how can we access maybe you want to get some local art
1: well Uh, You know, things are a little bit in flux right now as as to um, how we're going to decide to staff the place. But uh, right now, the hours are the same as they have been for a long time. Thursday afternoon from 1 to 7 p.m. And Friday afternoon from 1 to 4. And Saturday from 1 to 5. Or 11 to 5, I'm sorry, 11 to 5. So Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you go there during the day, you're pretty...
0: Pretty likely to find us there. Is it the kind of thing where the art uh, displays are open uh, more hours, or are they open the same hours as the as the, the shops?
1: Uh, the same.
0: So you couldn't go in there and say, "Hey, I know Craig's working in his bay <laughs> in the basement, so let's go <laughs> there." No. Um,
1: well, you could. Oh. <laughs> you'd have to pound on
0: the door oh, pretty okay, hard, gotcha. though. Gotcha. Well, you've got something <laughs> now you want to talk about is the exhibition of paintings that. Well, let's see. Today is October 12th. So it opens tomorrow, October 13th through November 13th. It's a month long uh, exhibition of paintings. It's Benjamin Dieterman Dieterman, and, and it says New York and Charlie Putnam, Whimsical Meanderings. Talk about these two. What can people expect from this display for the next month?
1: Well, it's actually two really good shows there. Um, Ben Dieterman's is the larger of the two in terms of number of pieces. Um, And Charlie Putnam is a a longtime artist around here. I actually went to school with him at Mankato State. Oh, wow. And he and I showed at 410 Gallery back in November. So we kind of, you know, I've I've known Charlie for a long time. And... uh, um, ben I didn't know before but um, he's, he's, local, he's, right? he's, he's been guy. around um, he spent some time out in Portland Oregon and uh, Northwest coast and you can really tell the influence of like Northwest indigenous art on on you know influencing his material and Charlie's a little bit more of a, I don't know surrealist um, kind of, Mythical, uh, allegorical, surrealism—I guess you could call it.
0: So, when it says paintings, are these oil, they acrylic, all of the above, or what are we looking at? Um,
1: Bands are mainly uh, acrylic, I believe. Charlie, I think, is also acrylic. Um, you know, not so many people are working in oil these days, but uh, it takes
0: too long to dry. Well, <laughs> that's that, you know, when I was a kid, I used it. <laughs> there's
1: good and bad to yeah, that, right? Um, But I like oil myself. But, uh, you know, I guess uh, a lot of it has to do with where you're painting. Uh, You know, like I I know that Charlie works at home, like on his, told me one time that he works on his dining room, or on his uh, um, kitchen counter and stuff. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't want to work with oil in those cases. But uh, acrylic's a lot like sort of watercolor, but more of a plastic.
0: And you can wash it off. Yeah, yeah. cleans <laughs> <Right? Queens laughs> up with the water well. <laughs> well, now, so are they the only two exhibits in there, or do they have other things regularly on exhibit in the Carnegie Well, you Art can Center? see
1: you can see other local people, well, you there know, are. In, in the gift shop, you know. But, uh, um, yeah, we only do – we're doing two shows at a time. Um, s- occasionally, people will have all three galleries. Like, I had all three back in April, which was kind of like our inaugural – show mm-hmm. um and then uh, uh we'll do three i think in january we're going to do three different artists we're going to have a textile group and but that's down down sure. the road here
0: now it says see it live so meet the artists is coming up actually this friday uh from 7 to 9 p.m there's a chance to meet both i guess it would be benjamin uh, and charlie
1: yeah um, that, that would be called our opening reception.
0: Okay. And so they have refreshments from 7 to 9, and it says Rotunda, Cook, and Fireplace, mm-hmm. three galleries of artwork. What does that mean? I don't know what Rotunda, Cook, and Fireplace exactly means.
1: Well, uh, when it was a library, the Rotunda has a, a big skylight. Okay, and the the people that remember the the library would remember the checkout desk that was in the center of the of the uh, building there, and that's the biggest gallery. Okay, um, so those are the actual. Yeah, names of the, the gallery. counter now has been moved. Um, we've kind of kind of got a partial piece of it as like our counter where we put the food and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But um, it's a big space, and it's really one of the nicest. Uh, art centers in southern minnesota if not the nicest i've been to most of them and it's like uh it's you know just the uh, the building is so imposing that it's kind of a um i guess uh we call it like a regal place to show your art do
0: you know that it was on uh the ksmq tv they had a a feature on it on the carnegie art center just this week in fact i was yeah i was i was you know thumbing through i only get basic cable so i was like oh and they said carnegie art center i said oh wow and i looked and i hadn't seen the inside and it was just really neat they had a nice piece that they had done through ksmq over in Austin, And it was a great piece where they showed the people looking at the different artwork and talked a little bit about the history. So I don't know if that had been done before or when it had been done, but it was a great um, piece talking about the development of the Carnegie Arts Center and what, what it had to offer. So I thought that was really neat. And so I was just curious if that was a recent thing.
1: Well, I'm going to look that up. I didn't yeah. know about it. Yeah, um, I just happened
0: to stumble on, it. On, like I said, as KSMQ and, and they do those. It's kind of like Southern Minnesota stories of things you can find in Southern Minnesota Yeah, I've seen that. You have to check Uh, it out. uh, Yeah. Yeah, because it was really nice. I actually went to
1: school. I'm from Austin. Oh, really? Well, um, there you go. You know, and I went to school at the uh, Riverland Tech for Radio and TV. That's what Ah. got me into KEYC TV.
0: Okay, yep, (laughs) and I went to KEYC. It started there in my career as well, so we've we've got that in common there. So anyway, that is something, and I don't know if they have those um, on a regular basis on that TV show. It just happened to be this week, so I thought it was kind of.
1: They do a lot of different stuff. I just had my classroom. Reunion last or last week, two weeks ago. Um, and Lucinda Williams played our class oh, reunion. Wow! Um, she's married to one of my old classmates. Oh,
0: I, I was I was wondering how you got her to come there because yeah. you know, she's kind of a bigger deal.
1: Yeah. That was pretty interesting. It was, a, it was a good show. She had a stroke, so it's kind of a little, you oh. know, her mobility has been hampered a was little bit. Was this recently then? Her singing, uh, yeah, just a couple weeks ago oh. that she did it. Um, was
0: it just for your class? Because I don't remember Just um, our class, yeah. Oh, because I remember her coming to, you know, yeah, southern Minnesota. my old
1: classmate, Tom Overby, who's a friend of mine, uh, oh, yeah. was married to her. I'll and, be darned. Uh, you know, it was... It was interesting. It was a great show. I mean, okay. uh, Lucinda, I just uh, you can't She's help but love her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that is really interesting then. So, well, this is coming up. So, are you going to be there, Craig? So, people can say hi to Craig and mm-hmm. the other board members. So, meet the artist. It says, enjoy your freshman's this Friday, 7 to 9 p.m. Is it free? Do you have to pay a. It's free. So, anybody's welcome? Yeah. What can you expect to see when you come in there?
1: Uh, well, um, like I was saying, it's like Ben's stuff is very Northwest Coast influenced. So if you like that kind of, um, I don't know what that means. Well, uh, you know, totem poles and things like that. Also oh, um, native, yeah, indigenous, you know, kind of influence? like. Uh, uh, but he also his paintings kind of resemble like textiles, like okay. like. Uh, um, Bedspreads and, or, you know, quilt Mm -hmm. type things, but he also does kind of more like things that look like totem pole heads, but, but painted, you know, not, he doesn't do sculpture as far as I know. He might have a few, but, and like I said, Charlie's stuff is a little bit more um, abstract fantasy. Type things. Well, it like says that, whimsical
0: you know. meandering, so that makes yeah, me think of more. Yeah, a that's little. a
1: good description of it. Okay, um, you know, there's figuration in there, but it's mostly abstract. And I think he's got a little bit of sculpture in there too.
0: And I assume that that means that if this is open on Friday, the gift shop will be open. So if people want to think about maybe purchasing things for Christmas coming up, Absolutely. and how many different area artists are uh, have their things in your shop
1: in the in the gift shop? Yeah. I would say probably about. 30 to 40. Oh, so a
0: nice variety then. Yeah, what um, sorts of, ranging from what types of things? Um,
1: well, we've got like some, some of the real, uh, you know, high end artists like Bob Finkler, who was a, um, MSU professor for a long time. And, um, you know, I know that he's got a few pieces in there. Um, uh, I'm trying to think who else. Steve Wilson, who's one of our, um, artists in residence there. Joel Hanson, um,
0: yeah, Joel does a show here at KMH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what kind of art is there? Are there sculptures? Are there just all paintings or?
1: Kind of know? all types. Everything. Some prints, um, some photographs. I think Joel does photos. Um, Steve does things that are more like kind of, I don't know, cartoony mm-hmm. things like, um, you know, but... Uh it's kind of hard to describe what because do you do, Craig? Uh, uh, there's also like you know people I do like bowls and things like that sure. like woodworking things like that. Um I tend to paint um a lot of different type of things uh like I work in oil a lot. Um I paint like uh, abstract figuration is what I okay. call it. You see figures in there. Um actually a lot of There's a lot of similarities to what Charlie does, and I think that's kind of why, well, it is why we sort of got a show together back in November. But um, I sometimes can be kind of political. Sometimes it's totally (laughs) abstract. Um, I'm a cartoonist, so it's like I I do, uh, you know some cartoon drawing and things like that. I mean, really, the cartoon drawing is something that I do very regularly. It's like every day I draw, like, some kind of cartoon thing. But I don't generally do comic strips, although I have put together some comic books. But, uh, you know, I'm planning on working on a graphic novel here. um when I can get started There you go.
0: You know our friend Al Bat. You know who Al Bat is? He's the bird man in southern Minnesota. mm -hmm, Absolutely. He writes gags for things like the New Yorker and for Marmaduke, and and that's what he's been doing. They call him gags. I think that's the right word. But he's been doing that for for his whole life. So he's a humorist, and so he just gives them the the lines, and somebody else does the pictures, so it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, well, there was another guy that was a cartoonist that did something called Red Rover, and I'm trying to think of what, what his... What his name was? Is he from
0: around here too? Then?
1: Yeah, he was like from Lassur, okay. but he got pretty famous. You know, yeah. he got syndicated and things. Yeah, and so I just Al's been doing blanking that on his name. And now. they
0: he says you submit a whole bunch and they accept some and they pay for some and they don't. And, and I just thought that was really fascinating.
1: Yeah, my mom used to get Northwood Anchor, so I'd always read Al Bat and Northwood oh, Anchor. <laughs> Did
0: you? Yeah, he's a great guy. He's still doing the show. He's been doing the show here on KMSU for forty some years. So oh really? We oh, I love, didn't love know, him uh, every Tuesday ten o'clock. People love him. I oh, love him. He's the Nicest it's man. too early for me. Yeah, <laughs> way beyond. But thanks so much. We are talking with Craig Groh, who is on the board and an artist with the Carnegie Arts Center here in Mankato, Minnesota. Location? How do you find you?
1: Um, on one twenty South Broad Street.
0: And online?
1: Uh, and online. Um,
0: Carnegie. Arts? If you
1: if you Google Carnegie Arts Center, you'll get it. I think it's like uh, we're we're in the process of changing our. Our website, sure. Um, You know, so uh, I think right progress. now it's like artcenter dot org or something like that. But you can Google Carnegie Arts Center, and that will give you a schedule of what some of our upcoming stuff is. And also, if you can make it down to South Broad, one twenty South Broad, it's right down by um, Broad and Maine.
0: Okay, very good. Well, uh, we do ag- want to mention again: this Friday is the opening for the artists' been. Benjamin Dieterman, his new work, and the Charlie Putnam display of whimsical meanderings. You can meet both of those artists seven to nine p.m. and enjoy refreshments, and uh, the shop will be open as well. So, anything else you'd like to add before I let you go, Craig? I appreciate you coming um, in. Our
1: openings are always fun and very well attended too. So.
0: Well, that's yeah. great. Well, I hope you f- you find yourself yep. on the the TV. Yep. Like I said, it's, it's 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 I was on there recently, and it was a great program about the Carnegie Art Center. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Karen. All right, go check them out. Always uh, fun to learn about what is going on in our local art segment.